You are now listening to the sound of Old Man 2021 shuffling off this mortal coil and brand spanking new baby 2022 swaddled in his or her. Swaddled in our hopes and dreams. Yes, swaddled in the hopes and dreams that are the diaper that will catch the crap of reality. Welcome wow. to 2022, <laughs> folks. It's our first episode. It's our New Year's episode. And we thought we'd take a little time to just personally reflect on where we were at last year and where we were, where we're going and talk about all that kind of st- New Year kind of stuff. New Year kind of stuff. Yeah. But who are we? Well, I'm Nathan. I'm your humble and obedient host. We got Ben right there. Hello. Now, fun fact. Here's an interesting thing. I'm about to introduce you as the preacher who's a teacher of righteousness, or I always say righteousness. You do, yeah. I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, teacher of righteousness, I guess is a phrase that's stuck in my head. For So, I, I always, I am about to introduce you as the preacher who's a teacher of sanity, and yet, back in the halcyon days of 2021, like early 2021, I wouldn't have introduced you that way. It wouldn't have been true. It wouldn't have been true. It would have uh-huh. been a lie. Right. And I cannot tell a lie. No. Would have been a teacher of insanity. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Ben used to be insane. <laughs> he would call in from a padded cell <laughs> every week. Why those days are behind These me. Days. No, you used to not be a preacher. One day you guys will let me out of my straitjacket. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Don't hold your breath. I'd say breathe in, breathe out. That's what a sane person would do. <laughs> I like to do that. Yeah, all three. I'm sane. Yeah, well, it's a good thing to do. Hey, why don't you introduce... Mr. Awesome. <laughs> uh, that's me. <laughs> that's Jake Menzel. He's pastor who's the master of sanity. Yeah. That's what and makes I him awesome. Captain Awesome. Captain, mm-hmm. Well, Captain Awesome. Nothing more to say about that. <laughs> In the beginning of this year, though, Jake, would I have called you Captain Awesome? Well, I can't speak to your perceptions and how accurate they were or your humility and willingness to acknowledge the truth. But you can speak to the reality, which you have, you have in no way worked through the military rank of Captain Awesome. <sighs> Guys. All right. Let's talk about it. So, uh, I'll, I'll start. Why not? I, in the 2020, was still looking to move to Evansville. And you guys had already moved to Evansville. Ben been there maybe eight months? Mm, have I, Nathan? Have I really? Uh, or wait. had you? As of Six or seven. I, a year yeah. ago at this time. S- seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jake had been there about or six something. months. And yep. it took me and Meredith a long time to put together the finances and find the house. And uh, some job things had to be swapped around. And a lot of things had to come together to get us to Evansville. And that was a really harried, kind of depressing holiday season where I was waiting to see whether things would come together. I remember actually being really angry and frustrated about it and struggling with having faith in God to provide for my needs and to get me down here and then going to church and the song, a song that we sang, which I don't remember any of the words, but it's something like, I will wait on the Lord. I will wait on the Lord. Something about waiting. Yeah. Something about waiting on the Lord. Psalm 130. Yes, that's what it is. And we were singing that song, and I remember listening to that song in church and just being really angry and frustrated 
and, and and realizing something about myself, which is I believed that God would get me down to Evansville, but what I did not believe is that he would get me down to Evansville now, and I was very impatient about it. And so I had to process a lot of things with God at that time, but we did make it down to Evansville. God provided a wonderful house for us. And the other thing about that was that Meredith was pregnant with a baby inside of her at that time. But come March of 2021, she was no longer pregnant because that baby was outside and was named Theo. And so I have been, I I guess that you could technically, I was a father at that time, but now I'm a father with like a baby that I see every day and stuff like that. So a lot has changed since then. We're here in Evansville. We're settled down. We've got things figured out. I'll save the more church planty stuff for you guys because I could talk a lot about that and th- but I won't ju- I won't spoil it because it's fair to say that COTK Church of the King the reason we're all here in Evans beautiful Evansville Indiana has undergone some changes since the beginning of 2021. Yeah. I, I don't know maybe mm-hmm. we should j- j- just jump in. Uh, Jake what what has changed for you and 2021 from 2021 to now in 2022 when we first entered 2021 we had a bible study that was meeting at my house and had only recently had a couple of families start coming to it so at first it was it was my family and the Sulcers and a couple of college students so one of whom had actually moved down with us to start her freshman year at the university of evansville one of the top five universities in the Midwest among private private liberal liberal arts institutions, according to US News and World Report, in case you wondered, in case you were thinking about sending your kid to school somewhere. And so it was just that that small group. And then Cynthia's dad died. I always connect that because you know this horrible tragic thing happens in the like on a friday night early saturday morning and then that sunday we had i think three new families show up that had never been to bible study before it was sort of adam uh, cynthia's dad was a good friend of mine and mine and a big supporter of our church in every possible way and so when he takes somebody like that away it was just sweet that he turned around and gave us a handful of families. So, anyhow, so we had been meeting as a Bible study, and uh, then suddenly that Bible study started growing, and uh, and so at the start of twenty twenty one, that Bible study had begun. Twenty twenty one, that Bible study had begun growing. That Bible study had begun growing, and by February, we had to move out of my living room into a uh, school cafeteria that met in church, but that's what they use it for their cafeteria. And then we launched our first services in Easter. And just a few months ago, we had to move from the community room at the local YMCA into the gym at the YMCA. And our services continue to grow. And it's been sweet. And we've gotten to know a lot of uh, sweet people. Um, We're going to be having some baptisms coming up soon and things like that. So so we'd gone from a Bible study of, you know, just a handful of people within the space of a year to a, to having a service that 
could have upwards of 80 to 100 people on any given Sunday. And that's been really sweet. It's been overwhelming. It's a lot of work because our goal is to care for everyone and really care for them as best as we're able. And so it's a lot of getting to know people, working on building and establishing a biblical culture in our church, a lot of teaching and preaching and discipleship that has been happening and that needs to happen. But it's been really, really sweet because we have people that are hungry for the word, hungry for truth, hungry to grow. And so that's been really exciting. So that's... It turned out for us at least that COVID was a fantastic time to church plant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A big part of, I would say, a fair contingent in our church are people who during COVID had time to step back and reflect on their own walk with God and their church situation and what they want, what they're looking for and what they need, what their family needs in a church. And so a a large portion of our core, the core of our church comes from people moving out of sort of uh, mainstream evangelical megachurch type situations. And we were, we happened in God's province to be here and ready for that. And uh, so that, that's been really sweet. And uh, we've also seen people just coming alive spiritually in all kinds of ways. And so it's been really great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to talk about this without using sort of buzzwords, but it feels like people are hungry for something authentic. I mean, it just feels like at this particular juncture in history and in culture. If we're going to go to church, we're not going to go to church for more of the same. Right. We're going for something different. And if Mm -hmm. we're not going to go to church, then we're not going to go to fake church. We're just going to not go go to to church. church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for better or worse, and there are worse, there is a worse attached to that. Right. Right. We talk on this show a lot about the virtue of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy exists where there's pressure for righteousness. Right. And so if there's no hypocrisy, that means that righteousness is not exuding a lot of pressure. Right. Culturally. That's a bad thing. It's terrible. Yeah. It's a bad thing. At the same time, stripping away things. Um, stripping away the veneer, stripping away the hypocrisy has its own fruit. It's something God does in times of discipline and trial to purify his church. And we're part of that. And we are sowing seeds and watering and also also reaping a, a harvest because of that. So, yeah. Well, it's been really cool and exciting. And speaking of cool and exciting, Ben, your life in 2021, what's, what was that like? Mm, well, I mean, all, everything Jake said about the church plant has been true and a big part of our lives. And, and it's, it's been great to get to know so many sweet people and see the church grow. So, in June, Megan and I celebrated our second wedding anniversary. And was it June? Or July, it was June when I got ordained. Mm-hmm. It was also the one year anniversary of moving here in yeah. June as well. So the one year, so a lot of a lot of things happened at once. June's a big month. June was a big the month. Monster family, yeah, right, yeah. It was pretty great. And um, and Megan and I have been hoping and praying for for children. And most recently, we've begun exploring adoption, which is also exciting. Yeah, something we'd appreciate prayer for. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, takeaways, you can pray for Church of the King. Uh, we've been growing pretty steadily, which has been awesome, but it's come with all its 
its own kinds of challenges. You can pray that God blesses the soldiers with a child. You can pray that Nathan and Meredith, the Albersons, as I refer to them, raised their child well and Mm -hmm. that God provides for the three of us and for the needs of Church of the King. But what about the larger sanity verse? That's what people really want to hear about. Well, a year ago, we were finishing up season two of The Ville. Ooh, that Pastor Stu, he's a real jerk. That's what I remember from that one. He made a comeback. Yeah, he did. And now he's invincible. Yep. Or so it would seem. Yeah, man. The suspense. Can't touch him now. No. All his junk's out in the open. Nothing he can hold over his head. Yep. Can't touch this. That's what Pastor Stu's probably singing to himself right now. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a year ago we were finishing that up while, you know, continuing to do Sound of Sanity and making it weekly and all that jazz. And uh, we just finished up uh, season two of Chip and Lance. Yeah. Yep. Which, Which I is very different from season one of Chip Very Lance. different from season one. Mm-hmm. But we are looking forward to doing, beginning on season three of The Ville, turning our attention to that. Getting back into, I don't know. I don't know if we want to tease anything. There's a lot of exciting thoughts and ideas and things we've been working out. One word, folks. Love. Mm. I think that that's that's what we're going to be exploring a lot (laughs) in the next little chunk of episodes. Love. That sounds great. And uh, this year, I I hope you'll see another season of Chip and Lance. Somehow even more exciting than... School of the Fates. I think it's fair to say we like the school. And so I don't know what season three is going to be, but maybe we'd like to spend a little bit more time with Albert Vandevoort and all that kind of in that world one way or another. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see, but we'll, yeah. We'll I, have to. We'll have I to like that, that world. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a fun world to play in. So. Right. We're looking forward to the, the first episode of The Chad Show coming mm-hmm. out soon, I'm pretty sure. Right. And uh, Dr. Buckner is getting his own spinoff. I think it's the Chad and Andy show. The The Chad Chad and Andy show. Everyone's favorite comedy duo. Yep. Works through their issues. Right. And of course, Dr. Buckner is getting a talk show. Yep. And then we've got the odd couple. Walter and Gary. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, guys, I find them to be very normal. And that's what disturbs me about you. Yeah. Well, you know, they're the characters that are closest to my heart, I think. Huh. That's not true at all. And again, that's... <laughs> that would be disturbing if it's true. But it's not. The character that's closest to my heart is Erica Rosebloom. Now, maybe that's disturbing in and of itself, but... Man. It's true. All right. So, yeah. Anything else to say about any of that? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Nothing that we can say without spoilers. That's right. Sanity of the Movies. We didn't talk about that. Oh, Sanity of the Movies. It's been great. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. That kind of show kind of... Came to life at the end of, I mean, it was always okay, but I think we really found our feet around the end of 2020. Yeah. I, I would pinpoint it specifically with an episode on a beloved classic film called Poltergeist uh, that me and Jake did where I think, I don't know, I think we just realized, oh, we could talk about broader cultural context and kind of explore the world that made us and a lot of mm-hmm. the baggage that we bring from the 20th century into the 21st century. If you talk about, for example, a silly Spielberg ghost movie, you're not really just talking about a silly Spielberg ghost movie. You're talking about suburbia and family and 
all that kind of stuff. 70s and 80s politics. 70s and 80s mm-hmm. politics and our relationship to the supernatural. Like there's just a lot in even a silly movie like that. And so we had a lot of fun in 2021. Tried to keep a good mix of classic movies and blockbusters. I think Philadelphia Story, we got a lot of people thanking us that we, we introduced them to that movie. Yeah. yeah people tend to like it's, it. It's kind of kind of a, a strange thing for people to be thankful for, but I, I get it. You know, it's a great movie. It's yeah. like, as we said, lightning in a bottle, but it's also like one of the most sexually charged movies that we've ever watched on this show. So. Yeah. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. It really is. Well, as we've talked about before, our our society is so sexless these days that right. we actually in watching modern blockbusters don't get a lot of sex one way or another and when we do it's just kind of not not with any kind of potency not with any kind of potency yeah we may get the bodies we may get you know the the functions but what we don't get is any of the the potency that comes from the real sexual tension of men being men and women being women and the two interacting together and the chemical combination yeah. thereof so even if you bring in a Horrible feminist brat like uh, Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Catherine. Nope. Catherine. Thank you. <sighs> I couldn't get Marina Hara out of my my mind. So it's just like it was wrong. Yeah. Well, but yeah, you bring her in, Catherine Hepburn, and mm-hmm. she's still, because we're 90 years ago, 80, mm-hmm. 80 90 years ago, there's still, uh, they got to pay lip service to her femininity. Mm hmm. Yep. She's fighting against something that we're not pretending is dead. Mm-hmm. And so it's potent. Yeah. And then you you put in uh, Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart on opposite sides of her and... Uh, yep. It's not really a matter of whether the shrew will be cha- uh, tamed. It's just a matter of... How and by whom. How and by whom. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert, not Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> He's got his part to play. He's got his part to play, but no shrew tamer he. <sighs> Man. And, and, and yeah, so that was a highlight from Sanity at the Movies. That was what were the other highlights from Sanity at the Movies? Well, that's a fantastic question. I think we had a couple. Yeah, we definitely did. We had a good Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was good. Uh, good conversations about the end of all movies. Yep. Yeah? Yeah, we went deep with Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. No Time to Die, probably. We're recording this not having seen yet. Matrix or... Matrix or uh, No Way Home, but No Time to Die, probably the best movie of the year. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hate to say it, but yeah. Fun fact, No Time to Die. It looks like may have been our longest episode. Huh. No, no, no. Oh, here's a here's a highlight. We recorded, we got to litigate the Matrix for 175 oh, right. minutes. Yeah. That was good. And yeah. By the time you Talk hear about this, litigating your childhood and the things that made you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We got to talk about Swing Time, which is a fantastic movie. Oh man, watch that movie with your fan. Well, not with your family, right? With your significant you, other. You make that a couples date night movie, right? That's a great movie. Yeah, it's funny. The two uh, most sort of sexually charged movies we watched were from 1936, and I don't know when uh, 1940. There you so, go. And I don't know that we watched anything else that had much of any sexual charge. 80 plus years old. All of them. Yeah, back when men were men and women were women. Uh, me and Ben did our classic episode that I always like to bring up, Ramble in the Bronx. 
Ah, oh, that was a great time. Um, it was a wonderful ramble. It actually was a good episode, but yeah. it was mistitled. It, it was titled <sighs> like, we hate ourselves. Don't listen to this. But And no. that's what I read and why I still haven't listened. <laughs> it was actually nah. a good discussion. It was a good discussion. Um, but yeah, we got to litigate our childhoods and sort of the whole n- stupid 90s new metal culture that we came out of when we did The Matrix. That was a lot of fun. I don't know. We got in a little trouble for not liking Dune because everybody likes Dune. Apparently, it's like the greatest. Can't help it that everybody's dumb. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, a lot of people <laughs> liked Ghostbusters, too. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ghostbusters also, but also some people liked Ghostbusters, too. Although I, I like Ghostbusters, too, kind of. Can I just say, oh, me and Meredith rewatched Ghostbusters Part 2 based on the discussion that we had. And if you didn't love it as a kid, it, uh, it doesn't really speak across the... Uh, no? Did you watch Ghostbusters first? No. I mean, but I've seen Ghostbusters plenty. I've, I've seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, as Meredith? Yeah, yeah. No, she's seen Ghostbusters, yeah. All right. Yeah, she watched... She... So, you're going to give Ghostbusters a pass, but be hard on Ghostbusters too? Isn't that what everybody did? I don't feel like I'm that yeah. unique. It's the critical establishment. It will back me, certainly. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. I guess you and Megan have to watch Ghostbusters too. Mm, you keep thinking that. Even. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it's pretty bad. I don't know. They still don't give Arnie Hudson anything to do. I, I felt kind of uh, like the, the representation just wasn't that good. I don't know. Well, if all you look for in a movie is representation, Nathan, I'm afraid we have different standards. <laughs> What I what I look for is a great apocalyptic thrill ride like Nicolas Cage's Knowing. Yeah, I know. That's what I did. That's, I yeah, me too. Which me, which at Ben's behest, we discussed. And we just had a lot of fun over on Sanity at the Movies this year. We did. That's a fun show to do. And I think some of our deepest, most culturally profound, spiritually rich well, shoot, conversations. What was the... We had some really great discussion over some Marvel show. Was that behind... Uh, it might have been on Patreon. WandaVision. Is it WandaVision? We spent a lot yeah. of time talking about WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah, we had some good discussion from both WandaVision and Loki. Yes. Yes. I don't remember what the specific good discussion Jake's referring to was. Because mm, we had a good discussion about integrity and storytelling. Yeah, I do remember that vaguely. Was that the one that got lost? Didn't we have one great conversation where the oh, audio yeah, equipment... Anyway. Mm. Um, man, it's hard to even think which of our discussions was the greatest. So much awesome. So much awesome. So that's what happened on Sanity at the movies. Uh, you already know what happened on Sound of Sanity. You know what happened on Chip and Lance. I don't know. Is there anything else people need to know? Bookening's revisiting some classics in 2022. <laughs> yes, we are. The Bookening, I think it's fair to say, took a little while to find its feet while after we moved. Yep. When I first moved down here, uh, the Bookening did its recording. I'd drive up to Bloomington and right. we'd sit and record. And that happened pretty frequently, actually. Right. When Nathan moved down here, we tried to go to an, a remote audio solution and it just took a while to mm-hmm. find our feet and figure out how to make that work. Listeners may not realize that we're not in the same room for that show anymore. Mm-hmm. But they certainly, I think, felt it over the course of the year. Yeah. We certainly did too. And so, it it took some time, took some work. And Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be in a better position moving forward. Yeah, I think we are. I think think we've we've, we've set ourselves to the task and had 
painful soul searching conversations. And I, 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 th- I think we're, I think we figured it out, but the other thing that kind of set us back a little bit is we had this Patreon reward, which we, which was a good reward, but it was that we were going to do King Arthur. And it turns out that was just a lot harder than we anticipated to, to do well. Like there's a wealth of material and Brandon was able to give some great con- context lectures like he does on King Arthur. But in terms of us actually, like me and Jake, taking the time to read I mean, Lamort Arthur. How big Lamort Arthur is. <laughs> I've never read it. I mean, it's awesome. And it's, it's, I, 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 had we but time enough and the other thing. World that, enough in time. World enough in time. Yeah. But that just wasn't in the, in the cards. So, so I don't know if you're booking listener. But the book list for 2022 is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Including revisiting Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. and even more awesomeness than that. Yep. Really excited. Yep. The Philadelphia story of books. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, that's an insult to Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice, yes. Yeah. I bet it is. Okay. Well, guys, it was a wonderful 2021, and here's to a wonderful 2022. I don't know why I stumbled 22, over that. 2222. Who are here to a year 2222? Bye. Bye. 2222? Isn't that what I stumbled over into? It yes. Yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> Dying folks. I'm sorry. Go to patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity. Sound of Sanity to support this podcast. And until next time, stay sane. (laughs) 